Okay. All right. Sorry. Someone tried calling me while I was filming and messed it up. So, but to get back where we were at, actually, where is my marker? There it is. All right. So to get back where we were at, <clears throat> you have the core product service, then you have gated content or content that you generate leads with. Um, so all of this gated content is content that educates your, um, your prospect and <clears throat> is deeper in the funnel than all of the top of funnel free stuff. So it indicates a higher quality of a person as well. So they're deeper in the funnel, more interested, and are consuming the, the information that is necessary for them to even understand um, what it is that they're buying sometimes. Uh, there's a, especially like in the tech world, B2B, SaaS, uh, AI, like if you're selling any products in there, there's a lot of informing and educating to do. And so the funnel and the amount of content that has to be developed to sell those kinds of things and sell high ticket B2B stuff is obviously probably going to be a little, little bit more um, complicated and um, segmented than just this. So this is just a basic outline of, of how to do content marketing. Um, the basis of it is really just having a core service, core offer <clears throat> that generates you uh, um, your main, your, your, this is your meat and potatoes service uh, or product, right? Then you have gated content around that, that informs people about this, whatever this topic um, is, whatever industry you're in and what kind of information you're giving. You need to know what kind of information people are looking for around that specific topic and the kinds of questions they're asking, um, the thoughts or beliefs that are going through their head when they're reading the content or when first uh, hearing about the idea of your product or your service or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> so, sorry, I lost my train of thought, but um, yeah, you have free stuff, gated stuff, and your core offer. And you want to be doing this uh, a lot for pretty much every every one of your offers. So, or at least your core, again, your your main money makers. You don't want to have a, an offer with no content and nothing out there to build awareness or um, build, uh, basically warm people up to even considering doing business with you. And that's really what a lot of content marketing is, is educating and, and really trying to figure out the best way to develop the relationship with the, <clears throat> the online prospect and the online user as best and as fast as you can. So if you can build up trust, credibility, rapport, um, and authority within 30 seconds of, of them seeing maybe one of your videos of maybe a speaking engagement that you did or something like that, <clears throat> that's going to immediately put you on a pedestal and, and increase the authority level and how people perceive you. So just a quick little snippet on this. Um, one of the best strategies, at least that I've seen, is doing a, a cold audience targeting and literally just targeting people uh, with content that is solely meant to build up trust, credibility, rapport, and authority and pique curiosity and almost entice, like, next time they see a video, it's going to be like, oh, this guy again, or, oh, what's this about? Like, you're trying to, like, frame the second piece of content um, with how good and how well you're perceived in the first one, if that makes sense. So if you have a personal brand or you have 
actually I'm not going to go into depth of that. Hopefully you, you get the idea. Um, you want to create those different emotions and perceptions of yourself or your brand or your company or whatever it is that you're promoting um, in the eyes of your, your target audience. <clears throat> and so, yeah. Um, so traffic sources. So there is, first we're going to talk about there's search and then there's social. So I'm just going to really quickly go over the difference. Search. Social. So when you go to Google, um, you don't go with zero and 10. You don't go to Google and look at, I mean, some of you might look at Google News or something, but you either have a question, a problem, um, uh, you're curious about something, um, you want to go somewhere, there's always something that you're going to Google for. So um, search or, yeah, I guess Google or SEO or the search side of things is all, <clears throat> I'm not going to say it's easy, but basically you're capturing demand with search and you're generating demand with social. So social, you can push out, just like I said a second ago, push out a video ad, build up your authority, uh, credibility, respect, rapport, trust, all that fun stuff in the, in the first video. And then you're probably gonna be a lot, you're gonna be able to sell the person that has seen that ad a lot easier than you would selling someone that hasn't seen that first ad. And so being strategic and creative with the way that you use social is huge. So the better you're at, um, the better you are at strategizing and thinking about the consumer and the psychology of the consumer um, and basically digitizing the, uh, if you look at a relationship and how it's developed in person and uh, a natural, good, healthy relationship, you want to mimic that online. You want to, you want to give value up front, but then you also, and you always want to over deliver, um, but you don't want to give so much value for free that they don't, um, <clears throat> they no longer value whatever it is that you're saying or what information you're giving them or what content you're giving them, whatever it is, they're going to start to devalue you, you and your brand because you, you aren't putting a price tag on it or you're not, um, you're doing too much for free. You're devaluing yourself basically at that point. Sorry, I don't know how I got onto that, but um, hopefully that was valuable. So capture, uh, generate, sorry, my hand, I'm trying to go fast, so my handwriting is terrible. So demand, I'm just gonna, So the first thing you wanna focus on is capturing all of the high intent people that are searching for whatever it is that you provide. Uh, and you can get a good idea as to how many people are searching for your product or service or anything like your product or service by going to Google Search Console, or not Google Search Console, Google Trends and then Google Keyword Planner. Um, and you can search up different keywords and different keyword phrases and it will give you uh, Google Google Keyword Planner at least will give you uh, a monthly volume on on searches. So if you want to know exactly how many people are searching the kind of product that you sell per month, 
um, say in your specific location, uh, maybe even just in your city, you can go and do that. And then you can also identify how many people are searching for that on a national or even international level. So um, very easy to go and identify the high volume, high traffic areas that are worth going and creating content and um, having a website and, and information revolve around. Um, and that's where you need to be focusing your efforts first. So you need to be focusing on making sure that when people are searching for you, you have done everything uh, to reduce the amount of friction that people have to go through um, before they do business with you. So you want them to be in the good state of mind and ready to go and take action, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people will actually ruin the sales process or the customer journey by not having, um, say, even maybe a good call to action on the end of a blog post or something. Like even, even something as little as that, uh, by not giving your customer the option or the ability to further themselves down the customer journey by clicking on a call to action, um, you you lose out on conversions, obviously. And if you're doing that consistently through for all of your blog content or all of your long-form content at all, then imagine how much volume you're losing in sales just by not having a call to action at the end of your content. So um, yeah, making sure you're doing everything right on search, uh, YouTube, PPC, and SEO, and content. Um, those four things are, are vital, and those are the foundations. So after you have those things, then you can go and start generating content. And by then you've also validated that whatever it is that you are creating content or information or anything about, you've also validated and uh, kind of filtered out the kinds of content that your core audience is after and the kind of stuff that resonates with them. And so you've kind of gone through and, and been able to identify what does and doesn't resonate through like Google Analytics, through stuff like Hotjar, um, and other heat maps, uh, tools and stuff like that. So yeah, again, once you capture everything, then you move on to generating the, the demand and pushing it to the foundational content and the, uh, offers and the offer sequences, excuse me. And so, um, capture, generate. All right, now getting into social. Social, I love social just because there are so many variables and it's so, um, it's, it's almost like, a, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. It's like I'm at a, a casino and there's different slot machines and that is just my favorite slot machine. I don't know what it is. It's just like, I love getting the insights from targeting, testing and splits split testing different uh, variables in the campaigns. And so when you can go and create 240 different ad variations in like 20 minutes and spend like 500 to $1,000 and figure out which, uh, which the top 10 or top 20 uh, top performing ads and ad combinations are out of those 240 variations, it's really cool to just dive in and see what made the difference or, or start making guesses as to what makes the difference in the resonance and the conversion rate and the click-through rate and the impressions uh and dude it gets down to like oh was it the algorithm this time was it the colors was it the audience like there's so many different things that change and so it's almost like just a, a challenge and uh a creative um a creative way uh, uh, i don't know it's almost just like creative problem solving and you, it's never the same problem twice basically is what i'm getting at and you can also always improve with Facebook ads. Like you can always further um, 
the amount of data that you have on people and further segment, push out more content, test more. There's just so much you can do, um, especially with uh, paid stuff. So the targeting capabilities with paid social and paid search actually are, are ridiculous. So um, <laughs> cold audience targeting has never been easier in anyone's life. Uh, you can go and throw up a, pil a billboard or go on TV or have a radio commercial and uh, hope and pray that the ideal prospects that are in uh, the right state and it's the right time for them to buy or whatever, you're hoping that you catch the eyeballs and the attention of those people. But with cold audience targeting on all the social platforms and even search, it's it's absolutely ridiculous how granular you can get with the targeting <clears throat> and so um testing is testing and time and patience and and effort into the content is really what makes the difference between those that fail and those that succeed on the internet um and so that's at least my philosophy and that's my theory you like the internet it's never been easier to make money and do stuff and it's never been so fast so efficient so quick like I can record a video on my phone, push it out, and have everyone see it if I want to, if I have the right budget for it. Um, I could push it out to all Facebook users if I had like two or three billion dollars, right? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, there's it's just insane to think about the how many limitations have been broken through the use of technology and the internet and targeting capabilities uh, that businesses have now. And a lot of them don't know about those targeting capabilities or retargeting or tracking or the fact that you can go and have a website track how many people even come to it every month like a lot of people are just not informed and they're so stuck in their and this isn't a diss by the way but everyone's just so stuck in trying to do the day-to-day -day stuff and and keep up with that that they don't end up getting the time to and obviously this isn't everyone but if you're a boss or you're a business owner and you started this 20 30 years ago trying to manage operate and scale and grow the business while also trying to learn all this stuff is pretty difficult so um hopefully this kind of stuff helps out and uh the whole point of this is to help the community and to help people better understand digital marketing um and also to help me improve my communication skills and um, better articulate my messages and stuff like that so it's a win-win for everyone and as i get better feedback and i get more input from uh the content and stuff like that it's just going to get better and uh um yeah so we'll see we'll see how it goes but those are the main points that i want to get across today is just um generating and capturing demand <clears throat> uh and i think i'm going to go further into the traffic offer and content stuff um later on but just to sum that up really quick before i jump off um, let's do this. So again, you have traffic sources. Sorry, my hair's like not not doing too well. Traffic sources. Okay, and this is. Um, paid, earned, or owned. And that's something I don't think I went over was uh, the difference between paid, earned, and owned traffic. Um, so just to quickly brief over that, paid traffic is obviously, it's a pay per result. So I can pay Facebook X amount of cents or dollars for a click 
or I can pay Facebook X amount of dollars or cents for a lead. Um, and <clears throat> I can do that with pretty much every other paid platform there is out there, including search. So um, you're basically looking at PPC, uh, pay-per-click and pay per result. And so this is very short term and you have to pay to play. There's no getting around paying. But the awesome thing about paid is that you get to um, the cold audience targeting and the accuracy of the targeting is ridiculous. So you spend a lot less on your paid traffic, even if you are um, like even if, if even if you were paying for like billboards and stuff, I don't even know where I'm going with that. But basically what I'm getting at is your money is way more efficiently spent on paid traffic than any of the other stuff that you could do traditionally. So um, ideally, you want all of your traffic to come from owned, <clears throat> where you're not paying anything and you just have a giant email list of everyone in the world and they're all segmented and tagged and uh, perfectly organized, but that's not how it is. <laughs> um, so unless you have a 2 billion something email list or uh, I think that's how many people are, I don't know. I can't remember how many people are in the US. Might have sounded dumb right there, but um, the goal is to have as many owned um, traffic sources as possible. This could be text, this could be email, uh, could be even Telegram groups. Uh, as long as you own, I guess Telegram would be, it's not really your platform. So really where you own the list and you control the communication is owned traffic. So I don't even think I would consider Telegram owned traffic because you're still on someone else's platform. So yeah, text and SMS lists. Okay. All right, now earned is kind of the in-between between owned and paid. <clears throat> um, now when you do paid ads, you're oftentimes promoting content that you already pushed out organically as an unpaid uh, post. And one of the most common tactics and one of the most efficient ones too is to find the like the organic posts that pop off naturally and then just go and promote that even more because you already found, uh, you've basically already confirmed that that's a content that, or a piece of content that resonates with your target audience or at least um, resonates with a good amount of people. So diving into that and figuring out what it is about that content um, or that media and uh, understanding what it is that got people to take action or, or be interested or whatever it is, dissecting and finding those insights and then inserting those insights into everything else you do is just, yeah, I think I already touched on that a little bit, but you just accumulate all this different information and these different insights and you start to just become really, really efficient. And yeah, I don't know why, why but I just get super excited about efficient and uh, low cost, high ROI stuff. Um, so yeah, earn traffic is stuff like content marketing, see marketing I can't fit that all in there content marketing SEO um, <clears throat> yeah and an organic search or no organic social and then paid is pretty much anything paid anything that you have to pay to go and get eyeballs on is obviously pay traffic that could be PPC that could be display ads that could be <clears throat> um, a ton of different stuff so those are the traffic sources and the different types of traffic sources and then choosing those sources or choosing the source uh, according to your situation is probably one of the biggest judgment calls you're, you're gonna need to make especially when you first start out is uh, 
do you want to think long term and really focus all of your effort on uh, earned and owned and try to develop that this way if you go earned and owned <clears throat> initially I don't think that you can grow as fast but I think that you have a lot better of a foundation and a better understanding of who it is that you're talking to and the kind of content that you're creating and what is and is not effective because you've just you've been forced to um, consistently just gather feedback because until you figure out what does work and what resonates with your audience it's not really going to go anywhere so it kind of forces you into this position where you better figure it out and you better figure out the uh i guess the equation or the the code to making sure that stuff clicks with your audience and that stuff works out well and uh <clears throat> yeah so um but again you can you can test a lot of different stuff with paid and then go and insert the findings from your paid tests into earned and owned stuff so you can do a lot of different things um yeah, there's not either either way. Um, if you do them right, you're not going to have any problem growing or being profitable. And uh, as long as you're putting effort into serving your community and, and serving the people you're actually trying to provide a product or a service for, and you're actually trying to help them, there's not going to be much that um, stands in your way of, of being able to sell something because people really just want to trust people and know that they're going to get their money's worth out of whatever it is that they invest their time energy or resource into so um <clears throat> yeah that is that on traffic sources and uh obviously pushing traffic sources over to the different content that you have and to your offers and then just optimizing continually optimizing this little feedback loop right here so you're never you're basically never not learning if you're doing digital marketing and you're always able to improve. So digital marketing is pretty cool. You can always improve, always uh, make stuff better. And uh, yeah, it's like a constant big science experiment is how I kind of see it. So um, anyways, hope this helped. And uh, I, again, would love any feedback from you guys. Uh, I'm still in the beginning stages of trying to develop content and uh, figure out what it is that's valuable to the people that are watching it. So any feedback, any comments, any insights that you have would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I would love suggestions on other content to create as well. Um, I have a ton of like ideas and I have a huge list of like 700 different topics and stuff like that. I actually need to go through and um, create content based off all the keywords and the research that I did and answer all the questions kind of just uh, in, a <clears throat> in another um, segment. But that is for another time. So anyways, I think it's the seventh time saying bye now. This is the last time. Peace out. Have a good one. Later.